Hello and welcome to another episode of Stream Wars, our thought leader series, where we learn from industry experts about the latest trends and challenges from across the convergent TV space. Hosted by Michael Beach. Uh, today I'm joined by Frost Prelu. Frost is currently the founder and CEO at Simplify. Uh, Simplify, you know, one of the great stories uh, in ad tech, you know, founded in 2010. Uh, multiple exits to, to private equity, uh, and yet the leadership is still there, you know, led by Frost himself. Um, you know, many of you probably know, and you know, Simplify is the probably the most successful local ad tech exit yet. Uh, but I'd, I'd say they're probably one of the most successful overall ad tech exits in recent time. Uh, you know, we cover a lot of ground in our conversation. Um, you know, one, the overall unique needs of local advertisers, uh, Frost and team at Simplify, uh, service a huge amount of advertisers. You've heard me kind of talk before about the opportunity in the market to go you know, beyond kind of the top 200 national advertisers uh, and build more of a Facebook type model. Uh, they're you know kind of well into that journey. Um, and then the second thing, which is unique, uh, they started off with, you know, search and search retargeting um, is blending the performance and branding aspect of CTV and kind of CTV sitting at the, the middle where both performance and brand advertisers are interested in it uh, and kind of, you know, driving value out of both. So I thought that was a really interesting thing that, that we dug into. Um, so, you know, please enjoy my conversation with Frost Prelu. Frost, welcome to Screen Wars. Hey, thanks, Michael. Great to be with you. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you and I first got introduced to each other uh, back in 2017 when I was getting cross screen off the ground uh, and I, I followed Simplify, you know, really closely ever since. Um, you know, growth of the business has been tremendous, obviously, uh, you know, probably clearly the most successful local ad tech exit in recent time, but probably the, one of the top exits overall in the ad tech industry. Um, you know, where did Simplify start and how has it evolved over time? Well, gosh, uh, thanks, Michael, for the kind words. So we started Simplify in 2010, kind of right when uh, real-time bidding and uh, programmatic advertising was coming out. And our big uh, founding thought at the time was, hey, everyone is, you know, real-time bidding is creating this fantastic ability to bid on each impression at the time. But really all the platforms uh, that were being uh, invested in and started at the time carried over this legacy approach to targeting audiences, which was in these prepackaged audience segments. And so the real thought around uh, around Simplify was around what we call unstructured data, the ability to target um, instead of instead of uh, uh, sort of bundles or, or, audience, or audience segments, the ability to target people based on particular uh, actions or that they had taken or particular pieces of detail. So very much like search. If a local Toyota dealer is going to a uh, uh, is going to Google search, they don't say, hey, give me Toyota intenders. You say, here's a thousand keywords and I want to target people who've searched on one of these. And that's how we started out uh, with a thing called search retargeting down to the keyword level. It turned out that well, that that sort of granular uh, data capability could work across uh, campaigns of all sizes. It was had some real advantages in uh, campaigns of, uh, that were more localized because they could uh, really target uh, custom audiences, create custom audiences very easily. I always say, you know, the Toyota dealer in California has a lot full of Priuses or, or, uh, hybrid, or, or electric cars. The Toyota dealer down here is a lot full of a tundra pickup trucks in Fort Worth, Texas. So the the differences in audiences are is really good for local to be able to uh, customize locally. And then also because the data was so granular, you could optimize on smaller run campaigns. So we sort of evolved from there uh, uh, from this focus on 
search say, hey, we're going to be the ones who really bring these programmatic capabilities to mid and long tail advertisers. And that's been a bunch of the focus, uh, you know, since then. Yeah. So I was in uh, New York a couple weeks ago for Upfront Week, and I gave my normal spiel about how, you know, someone's going to build the video platform um, to reach, you know, the 1 million local advertisers that are out there when everyone's kind of focused on the, you know, top 200 there and I get my normal eye roll, like, here he goes again. But obviously you've done that at a, at a scale. I mean, kind of give our audience a little bit of, I mean, number of campaigns run per week and number of brands. It's a, it's a huge number. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. So we, um, we've got about 600 people in the company now. Uh, we uh, will, in a typical month, we'll run about 140,000 unique ad campaigns for, for somewhere 35,000 ish uh, unique advertisers. So yeah, so we have, and, and even in C, and those are a mix of CTV as well as display, uh, both mobile and desktop and video, of course. Um, and if you look at, and CTV, uh, CTV is about a quarter of our business. And so you take those numbers and we run a lot of thousand dollars, sub thousand dollar a month CTV ads. And I'm right there with you on the, uh, on bringing, there's a huge market out there uh, that CTV is, uh, is making, uh, the huge market out there that CTV is very appropriate for that, whereas linear TV hasn't been an appropriate advertising tool for. And, uh, and I'm you know, excited, certainly excited about uh, the ability to open up the market uh, just as you are. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, sometimes it's frustrating to get, you know, look at the audience and know that I've completely lost them. But then I'm also like, maybe this is our little secret for, you know, huge market. So, yeah. Uh, well, you know, yeah, what's also really- interesting to me is, um, in so many things, when we've been sort of more focused on uh, on mid and, and mid tail, longer tail advertisers, so many things you'd say, well, hey, the national advertisers are doing this. So, um, you know, the local advertisers are going to be a year or two behind. But TV is an area I think where the local advertisers are a little bit ahead. They're not messing around with, um, you know, panel based ratings. They're not messing around. With, they don't care about uh, about all the trials of Nielsen and what have you. They're like. Just make customers come to my website. Just make customers show up at my door. Um, so they're performance based, and and I always think that is the way. So they're actually ahead of the uh, national advertisers in in being really performance driven and using TV as a performance uh, medium, an accountable uh, medium, uh, much more than the national guys have been. Yeah, absolutely. So who what what's your ideal customer look like? Well, that, that's a good question. Um, but typically, um, you know, we work with uh, companies who have very uh, specific uh, targeting needs in, in many is, is the bulk of uh, So whether that is, hey, we want we we have a unique capability in having very precise uh, data that can be optimized on the fly. So typically that means someone who either has a, a, a specific targeting need. Uh, whether that's location-wise, I would just want to target these zip codes or or these peop- these types of demos within these zip codes, or multi-location-wise. I've got I'm a grocery with 400 stores, and I really don't care about targeting people who are more than five miles away from my grocery or 10 miles away from my grocery store. Um, and so and so we do a lot of multi-location uh, multi-location customers, and then we have um, uh, and and so. People who, who, you know, who value this sort of more precise targeting and typically want to see some uh, performance metric other than uh, just delivery or, or CPMs. Excellent. Where, like, uh, I know we've talked about this before, but the, obviously, you know, heavy performance base to start, obviously getting into, you know, a tremendous amount of CTV now. How do you see those two blending together? 
Well, I think, you know, again, huge, just like you have uh, TV, uh, connected TV, bringing, bringing, uh, bringing TV advertising to smaller advertisers. I think there's a whole host of performance advertisers uh, that are using it. We see this, you know, we bought uh, this company, Core Media Systems, make software for linear TV advertisers. And so we have uh, many customers who are used to linear performance TV, um, and they're a very interesting group. They are very interested in, in high volumes of relatively, uh, this, and this is speaking in general terms, but a lot of them are interested in, in what's worked in linear TV has been high volumes of very uh, low cost uh, TV. And so for them, it's like, hey, let me, uh, let's, let's do, um, let's carpet bomb low cost and then, then let's optimize around, hey, what sites are working, what time of day is working, and let's optimize using not so much audience data, but more, dem- more uh, you know, uh, publisher type data. And then on the other hand, we have customers who are, have sell very specific products and whether that's in the B2B space, or uh, whether that's in uh, you know particular products at age groups or demo groups or what have you, and they find that uh, the targeting those groups uh, with the CTV ad, and then following up uh, with uh, with a display ad of some sort, whether that's in a mobile or desktop uh, device that was in the same household, uh, that has been super effective. So we sort of see this this uh, this um, you know uh, barbell approach where we have some just give me give me. Uh, High quantities of fairly low cost CTV uh, that are, that can rival the cost, uh, the low cost of uh, of uh, unreserved linear. And then on the other side, it's like, hey, I want to target my particular uh, this particular customer base. You know, one thing I'm interested in your perspective um, is that the same person uh, for your customer that is thinking about performance and brand, or is it you know? Because I know at the national level, you see these you know thousand person plus agencies, and they've got this division of labor, and they almost can't think that way, right? They talk, they talk about, oh, I'm top of funnel, mid funnel, bottom of funnel. But do you find that you're, you've actually got a nimble enough customer where they, they could think both ways? Well, I mean, what's interesting about the smaller agencies and the smaller advertisers is is they're much less siloed, right? So the the larger, you know, the holding company, if you think about, hey, they've got a team doing local linear, a team doing national linear, a team doing... Um, uh, you know, team doing search, social, programmatic, different teams. Uh, and so the cross-pollination there is a little tougher. In many cases, in a smaller advertiser or a smaller agency, you're dealing with a media team of, of one to five people. And so they're swivel chairing between between all these all these systems. And so in those cases, yes, you you might have the same, if, if they're thinking that way, upper funnel, lower funnel. But in many cases, it, as I mentioned earlier, those smaller advertisers tend to think more lower, lower funnel or not just, or not thinking in terms of, uh, of upper funnels. They tend to be in the bottom half, let's call it, if uh, of the proverbial funnel there. With the core media system, you've got this you know, data set of all these TV advertisers and what they're doing. You know, What's the opportunity with bringing them into other digital channels? I assume that's a huge opportunity. Um, so yes, it is. And, uh, and again, in some cases, you know, it's interesting, we're dealing with silos. In some cases, those are the same people buying performance linear who might have responsibility for buying if they've converged their media buying teams. In other cases, those, those, that team buying uh, performance uh, linear TV are often a, often a silo, and they're not the ones at all who are, who are working on digital. So I would say it's a mixed bag. I think, you know, we, we tend to think the, uh, the movement is going towards converged media teams. So you don't have 
certainly we're seeing sort of the outset of that going to a converged video team where where all video is bought uh, with one group. But over time, we'd expect that to be a converged media team uh, where digital and linear are, are bought together because they're just you know significant advantages to doing that. Um, both on targeting, make sure you're getting a duplicated reach, as well as performance. So they're, they're using the same tools to see, well, you know, what's really driving performance. Uh, you and I ran each other uh, a couple of weeks ago at the Luma DMS Summit in New York. What was a key takeaway for you? Um, uh, let's see. The key takeaway there was there, to me anyway, was there still a lot of, and, and sadly, I didn't sit through um all of the uh, all of the all things are so much uh, valuable uh, interaction done outside those conference, but um, but to me certainly retail media uh, continues to be you know continues to be a big theme of the of the of the space, um, and then CTV measurement continues to be I mean, that there are a lot of uh, big advertisers who who want to use uh, something like a Nielsen tool or whatever the whatever the follow on is going to be so measurement re- remains the. Uh, you know the the discussion year after year uh, there, and what's going to be the right uh, right measurement? I think uh, was was you know continues to be an issue in that space. That's probably keeping some budgets from coming over to CTV. Uh, well, Frost, you and I ran each other a couple of weeks back at the Luma DMS Summit in New York. Uh, kind of, what was your key takeaway? Well, um, you know, a couple of things. One, I think that uh, that we're still talking about uh, about. Um, attribution and measurement in TV. So that is the gift that keeps on giving for panels. If you're putting panels together, that's always a hot topic. And uh, so there's still a lot uh, lot left in the air there, a lot of discussions, a lot of frustration about how how long that how long that's taken. Uh, retail media was uh, was a big topic, of course, is one of the sort of new three legs of the of the stool of, uh, of sort of what's driving growth in programmatic. Um, and then identity was is also you know the gift that keeps on giving is how how's the world going to uh, going to continue on in the in the post cookie world something that frankly doesn't impact CTV too much but uh, but that remains uh, remains a good topic. Yeah, uh, two kind of takeaways. Uh, first, you know that uh, it was good to see both in the kind of presentation uh, a local call out on CTV, uh, which obviously showed the, the market growing, and then uh, your panel, I think you had. Uh, someone from Mad Hive on there, so yeah. you know, roughly you know forty percent was local focused, um, and then two was really the you know Terry's kind of always focused on CTV and a lot of the things that you know data and identity uh, that I think have gotten a lot of attention over the years. But one thing he's talked about the last couple of years is creative and creative technology, um, and he even used this kind of iceberg analogy to show you know what you see above uh, the water you know, being the you know the data and targeting and measurement and below is the you know creative and the messaging. Um, why do you think that hasn't caught on yet with as many companies, you know, on the creative side, making anywhere near as much noise as you've seen on the kind of measurement and, and analytics? Right. Um, well, I think there's just a lot of work done to be done on the infrastructure today to get those creatives delivered and measured and optimized. I mean, there's one thing that uh, it's one thing to create a whole bunch of creatives and AI tools are enabling that uh, today where you could make a thousand or a or hundred uh, different types of creatives with different colors or features or taglines or what have you. But to take those creatives and then uh, get those stored up in the pipes, ready to um, ready to deliver uh, based on what the you know what the information around that particular impression is, whether that's around the show or the audience that's watching it, et cetera. So to, to all that optimization needs to sort of flow 
uh, you know, downstream through the programmatic pipes. And so there's a lot of work uh, to be done in that space. Um, as, as I said on that panel, uh, I think one of the inter interesting things in, in the world as we've thought about it is you can either say, hey, I've got a fixed creative here, and then I'm going to optimize my audience to meet that creative. So here's my creative. I'm going to go find the audience that really responds to that and is most likely to to uh, to buy or, or take whatever action based on that. And so there's a different way of thinking. It's 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 like, hey, here's my um, here's my audience. This is really who I want to target. And I'm going to go swap out creatives to find the ones that that audience responds to, whether it's taglines, colors, images, what have you. And so that's a that's a, a different problem. And it needs just to get worked through all the optimization algorithms and uh, and ad serving and measurement tools that um, uh, that are in the system to really make that make that uh, be be more widespread. All right, big picture question here. Uh, started the company in 2010, uh, I think year 14 here. Where is Simplify in five years? You know, we're very, we think there's a huge opportunity in this, uh, in this smaller agency and advertiser space. We work with about 2,000 uh, customers on a regular, on a regular basis today. Uh, we think there's probably, there's probably a market opportunity for us with 10 or 12 or so 13,000 customers. So we just continue to uh, keep talking and keep looking at those customers. Really, we believe that uh, the needs of some of these smaller and midsize uh, advertisers and agencies are quite different from the needs of, of the larger agencies. And so we continue to build build out the feature set around uh, around those customers, both omnichannel, uh, CTV, um, automation uh, are, are all things that we look at. There's a, just a, still a lot of inefficiency in the system. Uh, if you look at the time spent with an media in a media buyer's life, um, you know, sending out proposals, sending out proposals uh, uh, or sorry, sending out sending out orders. Um, optimizing, moving budgets between uh, between different types of media that are performing and not performing, cutting and pasting um, uh, spreadsheets together for aggregated reporting. We just think there's a lot of friction in the system. So we're very much focused on on uh, how do we make life easier for our customers uh, by, by automating and sort of aggregating these processes. Excellent. Uh, well, if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about the local video space, what would it be? Um, so magic wand of the local video space. So I think really uh, educating uh, a, um, the, a lot of advertisers that uh, CTV is very different, brings to, uh, new capabilities to the world of video advertising that um, that they're not used to from linear TV. So I often think, you know, we do buy a lot of car, a lot of auto ads and typically auto dealers, they have a pretty big, pretty big marketplace within a DMA. They could probably cover half a lot of DMAs or what have you. So there's little waste, but that might, but that might, that might work well. Um, but if you think about like local restaurants, local service providers who really only maybe service an area of a few zip codes. Uh, and so the ability to, for a local, local advertiser, and this could be a local advertiser, it could be a again, a chain store with 400 locations or a thousand locations. And they really, there's a lot of benefits to be had of localizing uh, delivery and optimization and budgeting around these stores uh, because people, especially stores, of course, that uh, the people visit in person. So I think really just the education that uh, here's, there's a lot of the, of the, uh, the capabilities of CTV um, and how that makes it very, very applicable to anyone who cares about uh, who's, who's got a really any advertiser who is is working on people visiting a physical location. 
Well, Frost, I'm grateful for your time. And I know our audience is going to love this conversation. So thank you. Well, you bet. Happy to, uh, great to connect. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Screen Wars. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. You can find out more about Cross Screen Media at crossscreenmedia.com. Please don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter, State of the Screens. You can find us on social media at Cross Screen Media. Join us next time for more insights and analysis straight from the experts. 